Well, hello. It is I, Lady Friday, from Black Bells Academy, headmistress. And I am back with my amazing friend, Dahlia Cash. Hello. <laughs> and we are back together again, so you know nothing good is going to come from this. <laughs> More mischief, always. Oh, yes, the dirty, dirty dirts. So I have so many things that I wanted to um, talk with you about and uh, to include in our cast, our podcast today, uh, that I actually took notes. Can you believe that shit? I am prepared. New notes? What? (laughs) Notes, I know, I know. Well, you know. I'm a lady of a certain age, so I need to remind myself about some shit. Okay, so, the main theme today is hypocrisy. That is our main theme. And one of the things I wanted to talk about is um, Mike Vick. Are you familiar with the controversy going on with him right now? No, because I try to stay away from a lot of media and other things because it's too much for me right now. Well, you're the smart one. Yeah. You're the smart one because I'm the one that is like, you know, almost giving myself a stroke every day with the social media presence. Uh, Yes. So anyway, here's the dealio. Mike Vick about 10, 12 years ago was convicted for... um, Dog fighting. He was convicted. Oh, Michael Vick. I'm sorry. I think maybe because of the phone kind of being a little funky. I can't, you said, okay, Michael. Okay, yeah. I know who that asshole is. Yes. And I agree. Asshole. Right? A whole ass. But now the NFL wants to give him some sort of award. And okay. people are um, having issues with that. Now, here's my position. The man went to prison, served his time, paid his debt to society, has even partnered with the ASBCA in trying to further um, inform people about the uh, dangers that animals go through, you know, because at his own hands. So he has tried at least to redeem himself. Do you think that it's fair to say that he doesn't deserve a football award? Um, football has always been a different subject, as, especially because if we're talking about sports in general, there are a lot of you know there are a lot of people who have things that they shouldn't have. I mean, people can say what they want to say about O.J. Simpson, but due to the fact that I'm a direct descendant of his uh, his first wife, Marguerite, I can tell you for a fact, he was a complete domestic violence abuser, and um, he deserves the jail time that he's serving right now. Matter of fact, I'd rather him not be here anymore. Um, but in, if, if we put that in the same token when it comes to sports, um, okay, so you have somebody who's been convicted of abusing um, either children or animals or women, 
um, they're still awarded in that particular arena, and they shouldn't ever be awarded for anything that they do. They should be dropped completely. But the thing is, if you're going to allow O.J. Simpson to keep the damn Heisman Trophy, you can't quite take anything away from Michael Vick. My point exactly. Where was all of this outrage when they rehired him 10 years ago on the NFL? I don't remember any news reports about people picketing his games. Nope. And, but now, all of a sudden, oh, no, well, he can't get, can't, he can't, can't get, get a football award? Kaepernick can't get a, get a contract to save his life. And, and Dahlia, do you know what these two men happen to have in common? They're both black men. Mmm. <laughs> the tea. So, yes. I think it's interesting that a black man who has paid his debt to society, it's not that he hasn't, that he's gone for years and years and never been called out. He's been called out, convicted, imprisoned, come out the other side, and there's no redemption for him. Bullshit, I say. Bullshit. It's not hard one because I don't think, I, I don't think anyone who does anything like that, who abuses animals, or someone who rapes women, or someone who... Just oh, and I agree. I don't think that he should ever get uh, a Friends of Animal or PETA. He shouldn't have been accepted back into the NFL, to, regardless, to begin with. Like, he, that should have been anything that should have been I agree completely. But, like I said, the powers that be, i.e. white people, they wanted to use that black man for his skills, though, so they managed to look past all that. Just as they look past their wife abusers, wife beaters, drug addicts, all of them are worked are playing for the NFL. Hell, some of them have been made president at one point. Oh yes, yes. So side eye, you can't see it from here, but I hope you can feel it. <laughs> Girl, the shade. So, okay, and um, I saw your post about this uh, a little earlier today. Next on my list is our girl Lizzo. Oh, goodness. Yes. <laughs> I love me some Lizzo. I love her so much. She's the epitome of fat black woman not giving a fuck and doing whatever she wants to do. And I am immensely proud of her. Um, and all the strides that she has made and the doors that she has opened, uh, intentionally or intent, unintentionally, just doing, um, doing the work by standing in her own glory. I agree. So for those of you out here who ha- may not have heard of the latest controversy, is Lizzo went to a basketball game and uh-huh. wore a, T-shirt dress with a cutout in the back over her derriere. She had a thong on. And then she was put on the jumbotron and she bent over and twerked. Thereby, you know, showing her bodacious booty. And there's a lot of people who say that that's not the right place or time. There are kids there. Preach. Hot pants and twerking it out on the on the uh, on the court. Preach. And, you know, football wise on the field. Thank you. 
you know, that's why I love you because we think so much alike. Exactly, exactly, because in my opinion, so the cheerleaders were not there for the kiddies, so mm-hmm. it's perfectly okay for women to be objectified and bounced around for the men folk, but to um, but only to a certain degree, so objectification is okay as long as it's in moderation, is that what you're right. saying? No, bitch. Right. As long as it's in moderation and as long as it's coming from... Uh, from a thin from- Barbie. Exactly, because let's face it, she showed maybe three inches more skin than the cheerleaders on the court. Absolutely, because they're in booty shorts, they're little cheekies are coming out and stuff. Exactly. Um, there's never much to those outfits, and they were even less yeah. back in the day. Like, and it's not like we saw her asshole. Like, she didn't have her asshole all out there. And every kid has seen, you know, I mean, good Lord, if they watch any music videos, they have seen some booty cheeks before. Life in itself is highly sexualized. And if any kid that was there at the game, um, there's no way that they hadn't. If they had been watching the game televised, there's a lot of sex that goes on in between those commercials. I mean, in, in between the games, during those commercials, they purposely sexualize and hypersexualize um, anything that's happening uh, during game time, if you sit and watch all of the commercials that are happening, it's most of it is very sexual. Thank so, you. But we have this beautiful black queen who has the self-esteem to get up and shake all the bountiful ass that her mama gave her. And that's, oh, no, place and time. No, that was the right place, and she was right on time. She was having fun. She was getting her little party on. And I don't know, baby, she had a couple and was like, hey, you know, that happens. Thank but you. nobody has anything to say when, when Molly comes over with a blonde hair and blue eyes and decides she's just going to flash your tits at the Jumbotron, which I'm sure it's happened a lot. Oh, well, let's not forget. Remember, um, you know, back in the day when Miley Cyrus, remember Miley Cyrus? And her performance at, like, some video awards performance, and she was twerking and all over, you know, this was on a show that was at 8 o'clock, you know, award shows most of the time are considered family time events. Yeah. Um, I don't remember, I remember some backlash, but it wasn't about what she was wearing. No, 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 the backlash was how she was, the backlash was... More about her new, like her not being Hannah Montana anymore. Yeah, so that's what it was. Yes, you um, know she's not the, the virginal uh, character that men can lust after because she's so innocent. Which was the same backlash that um, Britney Spears got, and the same backlash that Christina Aguilera got. Um, but and, and see, here's the thing, though. See, all of these are white women. They're always seen as virginal until, you know, and and when it comes to black black women and, and black girls, we're Thank sexualized you. before before that age. We're sexualized before we're even 
at that point. Thank you. And and I'm glad that you brought that point up because that's going to go into the next thing that I wanted to talk about. And I'm going to tell you what it is so I don't forget. Uh, T.I. T.I. and that whole hymen thing. Yes, it makes me want to cross my legs. I'm like, that's so nasty. Okay, so um, in the, a few other podcasts, um, one I did with Miss Nadia, uh, we've been talking to people and we were asking them, you know, why don't you see, when you think of a dominatrix, what type woman, what vision pops into your head? And even asking black people, they said a white woman. And and we said, well, why? Why is it that you don't see a black woman? You know, because women, black women are, you know, the what's the stereotype that we're loud, um, we're angry, we'll whoop your ass. So wouldn't that be the first person you think of when you think of a dominatrix? But no. I mean, me personally, when I, when I, when I met you for the first time, I was like, oh... This makes more sense than what I've been told. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It makes way more sense than what I've been told. And, you know, over the years I've been asked, well, you know, how did you, you know, become a dominatrix? And my answer consistently has been, I was raised to be a dominatrix by my strong, dominant black mother. I was raised in a matriarchal family where the women made the decisions and my mama didn't play at mm-hmm. all. I lived in fear of my mother. I knew if I fucked with her, she would kill me. So being a dominant is, to me, is complete. It's just as natural as breathing. I never had to have a moment where I was like, oh, you mean I can be in control and make a decision? No, but yeah, that definitely that, wasn't how I grew up either. Thank you, thank you. But who grows up like that? Who is raised to be not to be submissive? Uh, there are people that have been raised that way. Um, not as many in our generation. Um, in well, in our fallen generations, I mean, you're more in the like Gen X arena. I'm much more in the like gen x what do they call us now i'm apparently i'm a zennial which means like x but a millennial somehow yes okay. um but, <laughs> but like within my generation you know i grew up with the 80s model of like what the working girl exactly so, you know my, my mother was the boss she's going out in her shoulder pads and she's like making decisions in her goddamn power suit and she's walking those halls in her heels and she's just killing it um, you know, that's what, I, that's what I grew up as a, with as a model. So I've always seen that. And my mother never took any shit from my father, ever. Thank you. Until <laughs> so the day she died. Thank you. <laughs> and I think that in black families, women's sexuality, women's um, sense of self-worth is encouraged um, has been encouraged more. It's today. It's a little different. Like you just said, it's it's growing and it's it is different. That girls are being empowered from the crib now, which yeah. I'm loving. Because and my question is is why is it taking so damn long to realize <laughs> that our only function that our function in life is not just to be having babies. 
and cooking and cleaning for some man. One word, patriarchy. Girl, <laughs> get to the patriarchy. Rawr. Oh, you know, those are like fighting words to me. When I hear, when I hear that word, I just get riled up like, what, what? Did someone say patriarchy? Uh, and, and I think that... <laughs> Girl, you know you're about to make me jump through this screen. Okay, so yeah, so we uh but I am I'm empowered by Lizzo. When I first became aware of her, I was just like, Girl, look at that beautiful black woman with all that ass and not ashamed, just and she shouldn't. She's got a beautiful ass and I'm like, that big girl is moving and doing dance moves. And singing, and that's more than I could do. I can tell you that right now. I'd, I'd have been like, oh, oh, oh God, somebody give me something to drink. Woo! But she is, she is just everything. Um, she is definitely um, one of my girl crushes. I would love to hang with her sometime. She could be a black belt. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Maybe we should try and reach out to her people and be like, hey. <laughs> We see you like to wear corsets, so, and you sound like, you know, you've definitely got a good sense of self. How do you feel about oh, whooping some ass? <laughs> I would love that. Okay, so, next subject. T.I. Yes. And for those of you who are not familiar, T.I. came at, was on an interview and he... He says he was speaking jokingly, but basically he was talking about have, taking his daughter to a gynecologist to make sure her hymen wasn't broken. That word again comes to mind, that horrible fucking P word, patriarchy. Yeah, absolutely. And creepiness. I, I mean, that, that's not anything that anyone... Anyone else other than the person who's dealing with it needs to be concerned about. And the only reason I can think of for a hymen check would be if there was a rape kit that needed to be involved. Absolutely, if there is a question of sexual assault. That would be the only reason I think that any parent should, would be, should be taking their child to check uh, for any sort of, <clears throat> about their hymen. Because... Uh, sounds. Other than a sex toy? Uh, 
sounds are are urethral dilators. And and those and those are kind those are torture devices. I actually use them myself for that That's purpose. What I'm saying. And they they're used for that reason for a torture device. And I mean, and it's not to say that forceps aren't used for a torture device, but started off medical well, and still medical. Yes. <laughs> So basically, you do you think that all um, early medical practitioners were sadists? <laughs> you had to be. You had to be to a certain extent. I mean, even now, I mean, you have to not be squeamish to blood. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to be okay with that. And I maintain, uh, and if there are any of you listening, uh, I'm not going to say I'm sorry because I believe this shit is true. If you're a dentist, you're a sadist. Because oh, all you that. do is hurt people. That's yeah. everything you do hurts people. So yeah. I said it, and I'm guessing you probably might develop a little liking for it. I have nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm going to say this myself, so don't get me wrong. I love bringing some pain. That makes me so fucking happy. Girl, you've seen me. <laughs> oh, I, I giggle. I giggle. It's... <laughs> really bad. It uh, is. I fall, in, I fall asleep in dungeons now just to people screaming. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 they'll find me like close up. Can you know how like every now and then you'll randomly find like, you know, if you go into like a well a well thought out dungeon because they don't always end up in, you know, what, uh, what's considered a specific quiet place. Sometimes it can be anywhere. Absolutely. Um, I, was a, I was at International Miss Weather and um, there was a comfy couch up. I think that's where I was. I get so dazed when I go to events like that. Um, but there was a huge, comfy, like, kind of round beanbag chair in the middle of the floor, kind of like where people could cuddle, puddle, or whatever afterwards uh, and get their aftercare. Get their aftercare. Um, and I, I curled, uh, yes, always get your aftercare. That's important. That's it is important. It is very important. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of curled up. I just finished doing a scene, and I was completely done. And the thing is, even though there's access to Dom, uh, Dom self-care, or, or Dom, Dom care in general, um, you know, I, I take my own part in that, and I do my own self-care. If I need my boys, I will ask for them. Um, but I, I just kind of, I, I, somebody found me just kind of curled up like a cat on the beanbag chair right in the center, just listening. <laughs> like a cat. Screams. Just, just like a cat. And I mean, just people screaming from all different directions and people being beat and I was just, uh, just hearing things crank up and down. I was just happy. Uh, <laughs> now, I can't say I've ever fallen asleep in a dungeon <laughs> listening to, to screams, but I have fallen asleep fisting someone, so... Well, I've done that too, but that gets a little bit uncomfortable because if you forget and <laughs> you're ready to pull off, well, I, I, I obviously I didn't fall deeply asleep. I just kind of caught myself nodding off. But it had been a really, it was a really, really long session. It was like a twelve-hour session. It was like three o'clock in the morning. And, yes, and you know when you're on, when you're in your zone, your mind is racing. You know, ten miles a minute, and you're like. You're completely wound up. So I had probably burned through all of my energy um, reserves and was on my, my body was like, okay, we're tired. <laughs> I know you have a fist up his ass, but I'm tired. 
But it, I only did that one time, though. One time? One time only. <laughs> That's all it takes. It was like, no more. If you're going to fist someone, you need to have had your rest. Cautionary yeah, tale. To, you need to break. You need, um, people need to, um... If if you're dealing with a sub that's uh, actually worth a damn, <laughs> you need to be concerned about my my care and my health as well. And yeah, and so, we need um, we need breaks. We need breaks. Yeah, We're, it still it still works. That's work is work. It still works. So. And when I do overnights now, I always designate nap time for mistress. Yeah. Because and for that reason, because like I said, I know that it takes my mind being completely on and focused a hundred percent. So at some point, I need to re you know refill those storage banks and re-energize. And so does the sub. And so does the sub. That's also because we're we're doing things that um that that do require a good amount of attention because otherwise. Someone could get hurt, and I don't want anybody to get hurt in a way that's going to... Not you know, in a way that's not going to make me happy, not, no. Yeah, not in a way that's not going to make me happy, and not in a way that's going to not not be joy, not be a joyful pain for them. Um, yes. You know, there's, there's no boundaries in that. I mean, as, as a sadist, yes, I want nothing more than to claw your back until you bleed. Mm. Um, as a sadist, I want nothing more than to see those marks on you go from pink to red to blue to purple and 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 i want pictures i want i want to see what what i've done i want to see my masterpieces mm. but i also i also want to know that you're okay with what's going on too because those boundaries need to be set on both and that's very important um yes what honestly what comes first is uh selfishly enough my own personal uh need an enjoyment to uh to hurt someone to bring that thing oh absolutely and especially when you let let them know even when you're dealing with a masochist you know because they're loving it i always like to make it very clear to them that this isn't for you this is all for me all for me all for me and i'm gonna push you to those levels until you're probably gonna use a safe word because that's what they're there for. Right. Because then I know I have put you through your paces and uh-huh. taken you to the edge of what your mentality would deem acceptable. Because you've had that prior conversation. And for those of you who are not familiar, safe words are the universal safe words are. Red. Yellow and green is obvious. Green is go. Yellow. Yeah, think of it like a traffic light. Exactly. Yellow, you need to slow down. Red means stop. Nothing happens after red. So, um, and that, and if you're playing without a safe word, I have I have subs that I've played with for a very, very, very long time that um, they no longer we don't use safe words anymore because there's no need. We don't. Uh-huh. I know what their limits are, and they trust me enough never to take them to a place that they don't want to be. But that's a relationship. Absolutely, and that's a relationship. That's not just somebody that you see in session with or play with once or twice. 
No, that's a very intimate relationship. That's a slave-dom relationship. I would definitely say much more so than just a dom-sub relationship. There are levels. Levels of intimacy. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was telling you, Dahlia, earlier about this um, comedy sketch I heard. And it was about, they were addressing trampling. Actually, I didn't tell you that they mentioned um, diapers. And remember Dirty Baby John? Oh, my God. Dirty Baby John. Wow. Wow. Yes, yes. Yeah, Dirty Baby John. You're called Dirty Baby John. That just made me think of him when I said diapers. I was like, dirty big John. Yeah, you, that's, I mean, that's where you go. Yeah. You know, I wonder how many people in the world are walking around with names I've given them that they have incorporated in their own psyche as, you know, as their alter persona. I mean, you got dirty baby John, bondage Bobby. Uh, <laughs> Bobber? <laughs> Bobber? <laughs> oh, my God. There's Trixie Knob Gobbler, Piggies. There's a bunch of Piggies over there. Over the so many Piggies. There's so remember, many Piggies. Remember the, remember the first time I visited Atlanta, and um, and I, uh, I we, we met at the airport, and we were going to go have lunch, and you had a Piggy with you. Yeah. And it's so funny because, the, to me, this Piggy was dead on, like, Bob Newhart. If y'all don't know who Bob Newhart is, Google that shit. All right, that was awesome. you were going to be saying that day that you never thought you would be saying that day? Oh, <laughs> and then you looked at me, it's so funny because we are literally within eye contact of each other, like sitting across from each other at a booth. Uh, I think it was like Ruby Tuesdays or something like that. <laughs> and sitting across from each other at a booth and I'm staring directly at you, not looking at Piggy at all. And I'm saying, can you go on to pass, to pass me the the ketchup, and you look at him and you go, you will pass this just out here the ketchup. <laughs> yes, yes, mistress. I'm sorry, what did you say? Yes, 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 mistress. And it just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I was tickled. I was tickled. I'm always tickled. We always have a fun time together. Well, we do. We do. And the boys are good. You know, I've, I've been fortunate to have some entertaining boys. They probably maybe didn't enjoy it as much as we did. And, and you know, and sometimes it's not always the obvious boys. And I'm going to talk about somebody. Uh, remember Foghorn Leghorn? Oh, <laughs> John. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so funny though because of all the all the claims he made and being the so dominant. Oh. He just oh, he was the most subby boy, really. He would just especially when he chose to put on he chose to put on latex to go to this event. Yes. Both of us are in leather, 
and, you know, wearing the most greedy, stretchable stuff because it's still kind of warm in October yes. during Halloween. It's definitely um, in Atlanta, for sure. Yeah, and, and, you know, we're wearing something that's breathable. Rubber is obviously going to be more breathable than rubber. I'm not downing any of my rubber people. I love you. Shout out to you. Yes, um, all the latex fans. It's beautiful. Yeah. I but. love it. I love it. It's beautiful. It's shiny. It's, it looks aesthetically. It's beautiful. Um, I, I personally, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work for me because I'm allergic to latex, so it can't, it's just not a good thing for me. Um, but it looks beautiful, aesthetically gorgeous. I'm sure it feels comfortable for you. It feels like a second skin. It feels like a womb, I'm sure. Something along that line. There's a comfort level there. Uh, for me, mine is leather. <laughs> and I like, I like the stretchiness, um, and the gig, and I like the... Uh, the, the, the breathableness even in the and I like the summertime. smell of it I like the smell of it I love the smell of it I love the feel of it I, I like the way it warms yeah. like a skin yeah. it is skin yeah. Uh, yeah I love it there is just ugh, yeah so oh. anyway <laughs> uh, I know I'm like I have all these memories I'm like oh <laughs> but so no. we're so we're in Atlanta, like you said, and it was it was super warm that that time of year actually. And this particular person whined and complained all night, all night about his his rubber latex bodysuit. Yeah, I think he thought that we were gonna just like powder him all night or something? Yeah, I'm like, I am not here for that. That's not what I'm here for. You suffer. You fucking suffer. And I want to see your case marks when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny is, ultimately, he ended up not wanting to be the the latex rubber suit master. He wanted to be yeah. a latex rubber suit mistress. <laughs> Fun, fun, fun. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But if you guys had seen this guy, he was huge. Huge. Like six-something, very burly, and he would never, ever admit to anyone in the community that that was his real desire, which it was a shame because I think if he had really claimed his authentic self, he would have had more fun. There's a lot of stigma, and hopefully with the way that um, that things have gone in the last few years, I really hope that that they figured out, you know, where they where they wanted to be, whether that's saying how they are or... Um, you know, it's interesting that you say that, but I don't think... I think that things have changed in communities, but not necessarily BDSM, because... Sissies are still not, they're still not a big place for sissies. They exist within the community, but they're like the secondhand cousin. You know, they, no one really wants sissies around. I love me some sissies. I do. I think, I think that uh, people, <laughs> you know how I feel about this, I think people need to be able to be who they are. Um, 
particular person's interest was strangely enough pegging pleasure in hearing someone, a man, gag on your strap on. It's so good. And the, and the look on their face too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, what are you doing to me? Yes. <laughs> and you know, and I in, in in my position ladies, I do it for all you. I do it for all of us. Every single time I'm like, that's right, take that shit. That's right, that's right. Open up. Open up. Don't. No, no tea. No tea. That's you better relax right. my throat. You better take the whole thing. That's right. Oh, that that is that's hot. Yeah. You know, one day, you know, they'll probably make um prosthetic dicks that we can like uh neural link into so we can kind of feel it like we have a dick. Wouldn't that be the shit? Uh-huh. That would be so nice. I mean, the closest you get to now is either the uh, the double-headed, and then there's also the ones that have the toy on the inside of it, um, which helps you feel stressed a little bit better. Um, and, and there are some people who are working on other prosthetics, uh, mainly for the trans community. Um, but I, I think I, I'm, I'm happy to see those advances happening um, for, for all of the reasons. Um, some people need that help with insemination, and to have that actual um, apparatus attached and be able to kind of like, you can, you're able to put the sample into that um, and use what's in there and actually ejaculate. I think that's really cool that that exists. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, there's some cool things coming out. And I, I, just, I can't wait to see what the future of, uh, of certain, certain toys and certain uh, prosthetics is going to be. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, I'm excited. Um, Can I can just imagine, um, you know, sex dolls, like Android sex dolls. Mm -hmm. I want one. I do, too, actually. Because I like getting fucked, but I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't. I don't. I'm like, nope. 
No, thank you. <coughs> so, you know, um, a non-sentient <laughs> object that can fuck me and blow my back out and that I could put in the closet and not go to jail if someone finds them. I'm good. I'm, I'm down. Sign me up. Sign me up for that. Because, you know, I think if, well, I know if I put a person in a closet and I don't ever let them out, I could get in trouble for that. Well, I mean, it depends on your relationship, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um... Don't yuck the yum, Friday. Don't yuck the yum. <laughs> but we have a contract. Contract. This is really <laughs> consensual. It really is, I swear. Although, yeah, see, that all, and I'm, you know, I have done many interesting things and still do, but there are things now that, because I'm not trying to go to jail to explain shit. I'm just no. not. And we know how everybody and their mother has a phone and you're going to be videoed and you're going to end up somewhere online. No, no. Um, the gimp in the closet. That would be fun on a temporary basis, but I don't think long term. No. Yeah. No. Because I'd get tired of that after a while, I think. I think it would be fun for a minute and then I would be like, oh, shit, did I beat them? Did I beat them? <laughs> and then guess what? I'd be calling who? Girl, you know I fucking left the gimp in there and ah, I Is forgot to beat him. What? <laughs> Not again? That? Well, yeah, that's true. That that could happen. That could happen. I'm not gonna say it couldn't. But um, oh wow, that's crazy. We are um, we're not right. You know this. No. We no. are I'm definitely not right. But um, I was, uh, as I was telling Dahlia before we started recording, we have a bunch of listeners out there. And oh, thank hello, you. Hello, everyone. Yes. In Kyrgyzstan. I don't really know exactly where that is. I think it's somewhere near Turkey, around there. Um, and in the country of Georgia and Russia and Chile and Mexico and India and the UK and South Africa even. So we are so grateful for you listeners. Um, we are approaching a thousand. Can you believe it? I'm just like, I'm amazed and grateful. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us talk our naughty, naughty talk. And some of it rambling, I, I, I'll, I'll own that too. But it's, um, we are thankful, and we at Black Bells Academy, located in the state of Georgia, send our thanks out to all of you in this wonderful holiday season. Um, what are you doing for the holidays, my darling? Oh, I'm just going to take that time out to um, just relax. I mean, I'm... I need the time to relax. I, I've been going, 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 going. Matter of fact, I'm currently getting ready for 
a show tonight, so if anybody's been hearing any wrestling around, that's me getting ready tonight. Uh, uh, if anyone happens to be in the Portland area and wants to come out and throw your money at me uh, while I flog a lovely individual with my wonderful festive whip... Uh, uh, speaking of <laughs> blogging and performances, let me tell you about a video that is available on YouTube, correct? Yes. What is it called? Um, do you remember the offhand the name of it? Uh, well, my video. Or? Yes. Oh well, my video is uh, basically it's, so. If you look up Galia Cash, you can see all of my um, all of my uh, videos. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Love to have you subscribe. If you look up Galia Cash for less, you can see some of what I do. Um, I am currently looking for patrons, so uh, you can also find me on Patreon. Uh, I do a show called Melange, a queer and POC variety show, uh, as well as a show called Crown Me, a show for kings, queens, and all the sexy things. Uh, so I <clears throat> I am a member of and very much support the queer POC communities and the leather community. My boys do work the show. Shout out to Pup Timber and shout out to Boy Green. Really appreciate y'all doing everything that you do for our show. You're such a good boy. Yes, you are. It's good. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm very very happy to uh, to be immersed in a community that is sex positive and queer positive and body positive, um, and these are things that should be made normal and not be swept under the rug. Absolutely, and we are not going to be driven back into the shadows and underground. Uh, we have addressed I've addressed this at least in other podcasts that I see this um, handmaiden dystopian uh, efforts out there to drive adult everything back in the dark and back underground and our platforms online uh, are being reduced one by one. But I yeah, digress. Has, has taken, taken, a, taken a huge uh, a huge chunk of earnings uh, from from sex workers and those of us that are um, within the community. It's been impactful. Um, So it it is necessary for you to support your sex workers. Trust me, most of the money I get, I go back. You know, I'm either going to a strip club or I'm talking to somebody else and I'm going, hey, I'm going to lay a bit of money down for my girl because I know for a fact she's not doing good. So anything that you give to somebody else is going back into our communities and it's going back to, to helping us to basically survive. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of which, you can become a Black Bells Academy supporter by following the link on our profile. And um, while you might not be able be in Atlanta to come to take a session, you can support us. So make sure you guys take care of that. But again, back to a performance of for of Dahlia's that was a Janet Jackson tribute. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dahlia did Nasty Boys, and I loved it. I was just like, woo, yes, queen, go. Because, you know, she's out there, and she had her boys up and come out, and they were all on the kneeling, and she was flogging them. It was just like, oh, I was like, look at my baby, go. It was amazing, amazing, and I was just so proud of you, and, and I'm proud of everything that you do, and your support, and 
how much you put and give to you, give of yourself to not only the leather community but the queer POC community and you are truly a believer and you walk the walk my lady you walk the thank walk thank you so much oh thank you yes I'm, I'm i'm happy to do so i mean i i i have i have fun doing it and Mentoring other people uh, is one of my favorite things, and it's because I had a wonderful mentor like you to show me that means. Wow, thank you. And, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. And we're supposed to, um, representation is everything. And if um, ever, someone you never know who is, uh, you're going to hopefully um, uplift and what they're going to do and then who they're going to uplift and who knows? Maybe one of us at queer POCs, um, our, our babies will end up, like, I don't know, in the White House one day. Girl. <laughs> oh, everybody's in trouble. We've been talking about that for years. We've been talking about that since the Oh, yes. And then you're all in trouble. All of you. <laughs> but it's okay. You'll like it. You will. <laughs> Oh my I love it. Okay, my darling. Well, this, you know, I always have fun talking to you. And I always. think it's fun that, you know, the funny thing is, guys, is that we have these conversations anyway. Oops, I pressed the wrong button. Bad mistress, bad mistress, but I am bad. <laughs> Deal with it. Anyway, um, do not forget to check out our website at www.blackbellsacademy.com. Check out our Twitter at Bells Black, our Instagram at Bells Black, Black Bells Academy. And send us an email to blackbellsacademy at gmail.com. And again, don't forget to support your favorite black repository for black excellence in domination and we will be coming back with to you soon for more interesting saucy and naughty chats stay tuned